Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you can join us, but before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your divine favor that's in each and every one of our lives, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you allow us to be an example to those around us, Lord, to draw them into a deeper relationship with you, Lord, and that you use each and every one of us for your purposes, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you've given us more than enough and that you give us so enough so that way we can enjoy it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning. Welcome, everybody. We're excited to have you with us and to continue our discussion on the Lord's house. Um, we are going to reread Exodus 26, the first six verses. But before we, we get to the word, I just ask if everybody is being blessed by this to like this podcast, this episode, and to subscribe on this or any one of our, any number of our platforms that gets the word out, and then of course to share it so others can also be blessed and to grow, not just in the knowledge of our Lord, but in his ways and his thoughts and in relationship with him. Amen. Amen. So, can I get a volunteer to read Exodus 26? first six verses. I will. All right, promise. Moreover, you shall make a tabernacle with ten currents of fine woven linen and blue and purple, sorry, blue, purple, and scarlet thread. With artistic designs of cherubim you shall weave them. The length of each current shall be 28 cubits and the width of each current four cubits. <clears throat> and every one of the currents shall have the same measurements. Five currents shall be coupled to one another, and the other five currents shall be coupled to one another. You shall make loops of blue yarn on the edge of the current on the, on the shelvage of one set, and likewise you shall do to the outer edge of the other current on the second set. Fifty loops you shall make in the one current, and fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the current that is on the edge end of the second set, that the loops may be clasped to one another. And you shall make fi- make fifty claps of gold and couple the currents together with the claps, so that it may be one tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank You're you, welcome. sir. Um, I want to come back to the part about the cherubim, right? Yes. So we start off in Ezekiel. And we read about the description of the cherubim, right? Yes. Now, how does that begin? The first f- three verses. Ezekiel 1. First three verses? Yes, please. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the, ri- the river Chebar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. 
on the fifth day of the month, which was in the fifth fifth year of King Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim's captivity. The word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Chebar. Hmm. And the hand of the Lord was upon him there. Okay. Now, after that comes the vision of the the cherubim, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he first saw the whirlwind, right? With the great cloud raging, fire engulfing, all those things, right? Mm. And then, yes. and then he sees the cherubim, right? Yes. And then, can I get a, a volunteer to read from verse 22 through 28? Oh, you got it, Charles? I'll read it. Okay. The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight, one to, towards another. Each one had two which covered one side, and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult like the noise of an army. And when they stood still, they let their wings down. They let down their wings. Mm -hmm. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. And above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne. In appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Also, from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around, like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So there's a couple things I want to point out, right? Oh, why didn't you finish? So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. No, no, that's good. Um, first, verse four, right? Well, he looked and a whirlwind was coming and a great cloud with raging fire engulfing. Is this not what the children of Israel were looking at in the wilderness? Yes. Moses was going up to the mountaintop to, I'll say, commune with the Lord Mm -hmm. and to get, receive the instructions for this temple, right? And, and, And I want to bring this up, right? Even, I'll say this now, yes. Even as we looked at the gold lampstand, do we not see how many different meanings and i'll say aspects were intertwined in the one i'll say object of course it talked about our lord first and foremost Mm -hmm. but it also talked about us in relation to him as the true vine Mm -hmm. as branches right as the churches we need to be obedient we need to return our first love or the candle will go out right Mm -hmm. yes talking about him his righteous judgment all those things right Mm -hmm. um but we're now we're talking about the curtains of linen, right? And we talked about how the colors in there also represented Christ, 
in the different roles, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. As high priest, as king, as the Lord and Savior or suffering servant or Savior of our soul, mm-hmm. right? And as the Son mm-hmm. of God, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But here in, um, in Ezekiel 1, starting in verse 22, it starts talking about the firmament, right? Yes. And in the firmament is where these cherub, cherubim, right? Plural cherubs were located. Yes. Right? And moving around. And it was above that is where the voice of one speaking came from. Where the throne was. Right? How high in the heavens. Right? I mean, so do we see this also representing the heavens? I mean, these curtains, as we just discussed, are huge. Absolutely enormous. How big would 28 cubits be? About 42 feet high. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Amen. Those were heavy. <laughs> Those were heavy. Exactly. That's gracious. So it's not just there, though. This, this is described, right? And this vision. And the cherubim, right? If we go to Ezekiel 10. Actually, could I get a volunteer to read that whole chapter? Now, before, while everyone's turning there, I'll say it. And before we read it, this is, of course, a. Uh, a not pleasant side of things where the glory of the Lord is departing from the temple. But mm-hmm. I, I want us to, to read this just so um, there's some points I want to bring up in here. You say Ezekiel 10? Yes. I'll read it. Thank you, brother. I'll read it. Yeah. Get a little closer to the microphone here. Give me just a minute. Nine and 10. Okay. Ezekiel 10, beginning verse 1. Then I looked, and behold, and on the expanse that was over the heads of the cherubim, there appeared above them something like sapphire, an appearance like a throne. And he said to the man clothed in linen, Go in among the whirling wheels underneath the cherubim, fill your hands with burning coals from between the cherubim, and scatter them over the city. And he went in before my eyes. Now the cherubim were standing on the south side of the house. When the man went in, a cloud filled the inner court. And the glory of the Lord went up from the cherub to the threshold of the house. And the house was filled with the cloud, and the court was filled with the brightness of the glory of the Lord. And the sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard as far as the outer court, like the voice of God Almighty when he speaks." And when he commanded the man clothed in linen, take fire from between the whirling wheels, from between the cherubim, he went in and stood beside a wheel. And a cherub stretched out his hand from between the cherubim to the fire that was between the cherubim and took some of it and put it into the hands of the man clothed in linen, who took it and went out. The cherubim appeared to have the form of a human hand under their wings. And I looked, and behold, there were four wheels beside the cherubim, one beside each cherub, and the appearance of the wheels was like sparkling barrel. As for their appearance, the four had the same likeness as if a wheel were within a wheel. When they went, they went in any of their four directions without turning as they went. But in whatever direction the front wheel faced, the others followed without turning as they went. 
and their whole body, their rims, their spokes, their wings, and their wheels were full of eyes all around. The wheels that the four of them had, as far as, as for the wheels, they were called in my hearing the whirling wheels. Mm-hmm. And every one had four faces. The face, <clears throat> the first face was the face of the cherub. The second face was a human face. And the third face of a lion and the fourth face of an eagle. And the cherubim mounted up. These were the living creatures that I saw by the Chebar Canal. And when the cherubim went, the wheels went beside them. And when the cherubim lifted up their wings to mount from the earth, the wheels did not turn from beside them. When they stood still, these stood still. And when they mounted up, these mounted up with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in them. Then the glory of the Lord went out from the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubim, and the cherubim lifted up their wings and mounted up from the earth before my eyes as they went out with the wheels beside them. And they stood at the entrance of the east gate of the house of the Lord, and the glory of God of Israel was over them. These were the living creatures that I saw underneath the God of Israel by the Chebar Canal, and I knew that they were cherubim. Each had four faces, each four wings, and underneath their wings the likeness of human hands. And as for the likeness of their faces, they were the same faces whose appearances I had seen by the Chibar Canal. Each one of them went straight forward. Mm -hmm. So we see the similarity there? Between what, baby? Um, Both of these visions, right? Um, And what he saw. Unfortunately, in this part is the, the glory of the Lord departing from the temple. But look at the locations of everything. The cherubim are underneath the Lord and his glory. Mm-hmm. Right, showing the, the expanse. And, and we haven't covered that yet in our study. But when we do, um, especially concerning the temple, the glory of the Lord comes down and is filled with smoke and I'm um, just this immense presence of the Lord, right? Um, it's almost like smoke. <laughs> and um, so there, there's that part. And then where are the cherubim? They're throughout, even in, in the courtyard, right? And the threshold of the temple. These are the curtains for the tabernacle. The cur- in the curtains are woven these images artistic images of cherubim throughout the entirety, right? Yes. Okay. And now we're going to go to one more spot. With that that thought in mind, let's go to one more spot, and that's Revelation chapter 4. And can I get a volunteer to read the first eight verses? I will. Okay. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardis stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. 
Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightning, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of the fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass, like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face like a man. Uh. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they did not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Amen. So, the cherubim in all three of these sections that we've just looked at now, right? Well, I'll say it in this way. In all three of these sections, the visions in the visions from Ezekiel, the expanse of heaven was opened up and he saw, right? Yes. And the cherubim were in the firmament. And all throughout, in the, the second one, they were all in the firmament and throughout the temple, right? Yes. yes. And to include the threshold of the temple. And here in the throne room of heaven, right? It says that, um, well, it really starts in, in verse 6. It describes exactly what we've been looking at in the descriptions given by Ezekiel and in chapter 1 and chapter 10, yes? Yes. Yes. And then what is the point and purpose of the cherubim? What are they doing there? Anyone? Has something to do with the glory of God. Absolutely. Whether they are covering it or protecting it or ushering it in a certain place, they have something to do with the glory of God. And they are worshiping the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. They do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Amen. Right? Amen. We, we read earlier in a previous episode from Hebrews 8 that when Moses received the instructions, they were... He was told to make everything according to the pattern because these were a type and shadow of what is in heaven. This is the Apostle John who wrote the book of Revelation. He is describing what he saw and experienced in heaven. So, yes, brother. Try to be direct. Let me try to be direct. Please, yes. Uh, I think you really led us somewhere here but when we really i want to hammer it down for me okay right it seems like what you've just demonstrated to us is consistently throughout scripture that the cherubim are always before the presence of the lord Amen. constantly worshiping him mm -hmm. and so the reason for the cherubim in the curtains is because it is surrounding the presence of the lord so it mimics the cherubim always constantly being there in the lord's presence worshiping him Absolutely. Mm. And serving as a reminder to us that we should be doing the same. Amen. We shouldn't want to be in the outer courts. Mm. 
in his presence. Amen. And in his presence, which is where they were constantly, right? They were all they were always around the Lord in his presence and worshiping him. Amen. The other thing that seemed to be consistent is fire and smoke. Representing was, the glory yeah, of the but, Lord. Yeah, well, also, we saw that on Mount Horeb, and then, of course, we see that as it mm-hmm. guides the people, so consistent, again, with the imagery of Absolutely. the Lord's presence. Exactly. And with everything, right? If we go back to the to the garden, right? When Even when Adam and woman, well, that, at that point, it was mm-hmm. Eve, right? Her name, Adam had changed her name from woman to Eve, mm-hmm. that... The, the Lord had put two cherubim to guard the entrance and there was a flaming sword in between and above the cherubim representing the Lord, right? We see the same thing with the Ark of the Covenant or Ark of Testimony that the Lord uh, on the mercy seat, he rested in between the cherubim. And here we have the cherubim. He's in between and he's surrounded. They're, they're all around him worshiping him but he's always above them but they fly around him constantly worshiping him he's that holy he's, he's worthy amen. amen so in ezekiel and isaiah and revelation there are seraphim with six wings and cherubim with four wings okay so it's, did i get that uh, wrong I mean, they, they still have the faces that are similar, but it just said um, in Ezekiel, verse uh, chapter 1, verse oh, 6, so, it so says verse one seven. four faces and each had four wings. There's that one. Not, and so this is not a challenge. I'm just pondering and looking hmm. at the, the glory of the Lord and um, curious about what the difference is. They have the similar faces. They are still reverencing the holiness of the Lord. They are... Um, on the mercy seat, isn't mm. that right? Yes, um, the cherubim are. Yes, absolutely. And um, so I'm just curious, what's the? Well, we'll have to look into that then. Amen. We will have to look into that, and we can discuss Amen. that on the next one. And I'm okay Amen. with that. I am okay with that. And maybe you didn't see their other set of wings, because um, there's some of them that cover their feet. Mm-hmm. And their face, two wings for their face, two wings for their feet, and then two wings they fly with. Uh, so I'm just, I love to see God's creativity and Amen. all the different things. We, we think of God's creation very limited to what we see on the earth, you know, like plants and flowers at times. And we forget about the terrestrial, I mean, the celestial creation that he has, the other beings that are in heaven that are a part of the the heavenly community. Um, and then, why is the ox one of the faces? What do the faces mean? There's a man, there's an eagle. I thought ox a lion like... And an a lion and an ox. Huh? I thought ox refers to strength. Ox do represent strength. Mm-hmm. Um, they are burden-carrying beings. They are for plowing. They, are, they have purposes i mean the lion we kind of reference okay the lion of judah we see that one the eagle um yes will mount up like um he'll renew our strength and will mount up like eagles things of that nature um they could also be totally different like 
humans we think of ox as like a beast of burden when god created them they could have had a totally different purpose just like we once had a different purpose we were not created to sin and to be separated from him we were made to worship him just like the elders and every other creature in heaven but because of the fall of man in the garden and the sin that came into the world now all no, there were things that were disrupted and they're not in their original state with which they were. So maybe the ox had a different job to do other than bearing our burdens. Hmm. But we do see Jesus bearing our burdens on the cross. And, yes. And taking all of that. So oh. and all creation is suffering for the sin. All creation is suffering and groaning. Heaven misses us. <laughs> they're waiting for the restoration just like we are. From a different perspective, but they're waiting. The great cloud of witnesses. Everybody's going, hurry up, guys, hurry up. Come on, Jesus, come back. Woo. Hmm. So we can be reunited. Everybody's waiting. And um, all of creation just groan and travail, waiting for the sons of God to be Amen. made manifest. Honey, thank you for that correction. That's, uh, so the seraphim are in Isaiah 6, um, verse 2 and 3. Okay. As what Isaiah saw, and the seraphim, each one has six wings, two covers face, two covers feet, and two with he flew, mm-hmm. and one cried to another and said, "Holy, holy is the holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory." Amen. But we do know also that Lucifer was the anointed cherub, mm-hmm. and he was in charge of worship. Amen. And isn't so much effort placed on who will you worship? Fall down and worship me is what Satan tried to tempt our Lord and Savior with. And he was like, no, <laughs> you should worship the Lord your God, and them only shall you serve. Mm-hmm. Um, it is written. And he said, get behind me, Satan. Amen. So there is, we talked about this, the separation of two kingdoms. The separation of God, who was light, and darkness that came as a result of the evil, which is the Mm -hmm. wickedness of Lucifer, now Satan. And there's that choice. Who are you going to choose? Who will you choose? Are you going to choose to serve God and worship him only? Right? You shall worship Mm -hmm. the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Or are you going to have another master? Are you going to have another Lord? And the enemy would try to convince you and have you think that you're serving yourself, but... There's no such thing. Didn't woman think she was serving herself? I'll be wise. But she fell right into Satan's trap. She thought she was going to get something out of it Mm -hmm. and service her own purpose and desire. But she was deceived and now became subject to death as a result of that deception. Mm -hmm. And who had the keys of hell and death before then? That was, I'm not sure. The devil. So when people would sin, he would go, ah, God. There's sin over here. Now he has access. Exactly. Now he has claim. It's not just an accusation anymore, right? Now he has ammunition or a claim. There's validity in his. Exactly. Yes. So back to the cherubs. It was the imagery about Mm -hmm. these are, this is a type and shadow of what already exists in heaven. And the cherubim are everywhere. And they are there to worship the Lord. Amen. That is the, the biggest point. It's, it's a representation of that, but it also should remind us to worship the Lord. Hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Do so they follow the glory of the God of God or they Exactly. And clearly there is 
much importance and, and meaning, and not all of that has been revealed yet. Um, but we will still seek the Lord, and He will reveal what He wills when He wants to. Amen. 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 All right, well, let's pause there for today. And um, with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today and for your creativity, Lord, and your glory that fills the earth, God, and just the sheer awesomeness of you, Lord, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your enduring righteousness and for making a way for us to be reunited, Lord, and reinstated in the place that we had before the fall of man, Lord, and before Lucifer tried to usurp you, Lord, that we can be one with you again, Lord, as we were in the beginning, Lord. And we just thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord, our partners and our listeners, Lord, and that you're blessing them, Lord, and that you're giving them favor in the sight of their enemies, Lord, and that you're raising them up before their peers, Lord, that they're the head and not the tail. They're above and not beneath, Lord. They are wealthy in you, Lord, and they are not slaves and poor, God, that you provide for them, Lord, that you give them healing, Lord, and strength and endurance to continue on in this race of faith, Mm -hmm. Lord. And we just thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.